Hello and welcome back to the Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert from Eskimo Soup, but yeah, I am recording this episode during week four of the COVID-19 lockdown from my, well, I'll call it my home studio. It's uh, it's my bedroom. Uh, sadly, I don't have access to the purpose-built podcasting studio that we have within our office due to the fact that we've been working from home for the past few weeks. I wanted to put together something that reflected or some of the lessons that we've learned in communications during the lockdown. I think during this time, we've seen a lot of talk about the pace of innovation, which has certainly been very rapid recently, the adoption of streaming technology and all just kind of new ways of working. I think those have been quite well covered. So I'm going to try and pick on some of the things that maybe are a little less discussed. So the first point I want to share is about the simplicity of message. We saw within the earlier stages of lockdown, anything to do with coronavirus, COVID-19, quite a lot of confusion over how we were supposed to behave as members of the public, the do's and don'ts, and therefore people were interpreting things very differently. We were using terms like socially isolate, whereas now we've seen that being much, much more stripped back and simplified. Stay at home, save lives and protect the NHS is something that people do seem to understand and I think what we also need to think about is social media and TV and radio whilst they've been hugely influential at this time are not the only forms of communication so we were given a really really good opportunity to do some pro bono work recently from a client who has a daughter across in Sierra Leone now the issue that they have there is they've got a population of over 7 million people but typically there are very low levels of internet access low levels of TV and radio and actually low levels of literacy as well so we were asked if we could help in some way. So working with Gavin, who's our very talented and very charming designer, we developed a set of simple posters, stripping it right back to basics. They didn't have any wording on it. They just had visual clues of the do's and don'ts using ticks and crosses and also using um, kind of non-typically white uh, people who were who seem to appear on all of the uh, photo stock type websites out there, so people that they could more identify with. Very, very simple form of communication, but it's early days, but we're told it's been well used and we certainly hope it's going to be effective because when the virus really spreads across there, at the time of recording this, we've seen some cases but not any deaths yet. I believe there's somewhere in the region of seven ventilators um, across the whole nation and apologies if I'm misrepresenting the figures there, but certainly it's very low. Um, for what is one of the poorest countries in the world. So it's absolutely crucial that we can do what we can to reduce the spread there. A second point I wanted to make about communication is that people want to show that they really care. I suppose I've just done it myself because it did feel within that example I've just shared that we were doing something useful. It's been quite disempowering as a communicator and business owner recently. Uh, Many of the things that we were working on and we were seeking to achieve simply stopped as a result of shifting priorities. So to be able to use our skills and talents to something that actually could save some lives is (laughs) the core of what Eskimo Soup does. So being asked to do that in a different environment was, was, was really powerful for us. And I guess that's a human trait that we've seen increasingly, whether that's through social media, where you're sharing posts and tagging people in to show them that you're there for them when it comes to things like mental health and suicide prevention, or just simply as standing on our doorstep at 8pm every Thursday to clap the carers. This is something that we do together and collectively. And I think a really nice example we've seen is Captain Tom Moore, who's 
mission to walk a hundred laps of his garden before his hundredth birthday is something that's really captured people's imagination and he's gone on to smash his target of over half a million pound raised for the NHS. And I think that the fact of people just rallying around somebody who's doing what they can and they want to show their support for that says a lot about human spirit at this time. We just want to be part of things. We're developing a campaign at the moment around domestic abuse to make sure that victims understand that services are still available to them. And we're just very mindful that we have to make that inclusive for lots of different victim types. And we're seeing how we could maybe have some kind of element where we as a society show that we're there for each other. Because quite often when it comes to social media, we want to participate. We want to be seen to be participating, um, which quite often involves people posting we've seen the mental health ones where post a photograph of you just you and people are doing that and again i think i've talked about this on the podcast before i don't want to be cynical about it but when you ask somebody to put themselves at the heart of a message it tends to be much more effective and when we're doing it for a good cause okay maybe you could be cynical and say look this is about attention seeking but if it's attention seeking for the right reasons then i'm all for it Linked to this in some ways, my third point about communication, which is showing a great desire from people to embrace new technology to create new content, whether that's comedians and musicians and actors. We've seen that anybody is capable now of creating some very witty memes. Um, I mean, we'll just want to create things that are going to be there to get an audience and they're going to be there from have some kind of like lasting element to them because we're not making the Hollywood movies at the moment. We're not making many of the big budget TV series, but yet as a globe, we are creating more content than ever before. As I record this, my son is in another room of our house recording footage for his YouTube channel. And certainly we've taken this opportunity to develop and launch something that we've been talking about doing for months at Eskimo Soup, which is something called DBAD, which stands for Don't Be a Dickhead. And we have the mission to make the world a better place through reduced dickheadery. And that might sound something that's a bit of a a Marmite brand, and we know that, and we're mindful of that. But it's about putting a spotlight on some of our behaviours to help us become the best version of ourselves and really look at how we can create some social norms which will reduce things that could otherwise be harmful. And if there was ever a time to do that, it's now. So we're on to about episode 12 on that at the moment and really building a nice community. And possibly we wouldn't have been doing that if we'd have been business as usual. Well, business is never going to be as usual again. So it's pushed us into creating something there and embracing the technology at our disposal that we can use within the home and reach the rest of the world. The fourth point about communication I want to share is, I guess, the the politics that we're, we're seeing. You can't get away from politics. And if you look in the UK where we have the two major political parties of the Conservatives and Labour, whilst from a governmental perspective the communication has been pretty clear around behaviours and the Conservative Party have have certainly portrayed themselves as the heroes, um, which you might imagine, the Labour supporters have done their very best to subvert this. So whilst the Tory message is to clap for Boris, who's recently recovered from having the coronavirus himself, The Labour Party are urging us all to blame the Tories for weakening the NHS that we're now clapping. So I think it's quite interesting to see how that one's going to play out. Then alongside all of this is this point about us all being in it together. But there does appear to be a divide 
I suppose, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram users who seem to be self-righteously doing the right thing when it comes to social distancing versus what they would term as the COVID years. So there is an us and them that's always going to exist in any situation and I'm a bit concerned that um, there could be a bit of a nasty fallout at the end of this that has, um, but time will tell and hopefully we will, uh, well, we'll do the right thing by each other. The fifth point about communication I wanted to share is the fight back against fake news. Finally, at the time of this recording, this seems to be happening. So we're seeing how YouTube have been blocking content about 5G masts being the cause of the coronavirus. And we're seeing people calling for those to be buttons to report these kind of things. The worst offences seem to be, or certainly the most prevalent offences seem to be around just fake news about how authorities are reacting to the virus and racist propaganda on how the disease is spread. If something that comes from this is just clamping down on those behaviour and making it easier to report and therefore easier to quash, then that will be one of the good things that comes out of this pretty terrible situation. So in summary, the five points that I've shared in this podcast about communications during the COVID-19 lockdown. Firstly, simplicity of messages. Stay at home, save lives, protect the NHS. We do seem to be getting there, remembering that not all forms of communication are as advanced and we do need to strip back things that are very simple for those that have low levels of literacy or do not have access to technology that many of us take for granted. Second point is that people want to show that they care. So when it comes to supporting an initiative or being there for each other, remember that it is very powerful to mobilise people who can be seen to be demonstrating that kind of behaviour and really getting behind it to show that we're in it together. Third point, the technology is being embraced for all new forms of content. We're all content creators now, whether we like it or not. The fourth point is about how the situation is being used for political gain and some concerns I have there about a social divide that may be widening as a result of this. Look guys, we've all got to coexist, we've all got to work together doesn't always have to be in us versus them. Right now it's about us versus the virus, so let's pull together in a positive way. And the fifth point was about the fight back against fake news. If that's something that we see as a result of this, then I'm all for it because it's very destructive in the wrong hands. So thank you for listening. I'm sure there's another 5, 10, 20 different things that we could have observed. There's many, many, many people talking about this, and I wanted to pick five things that I felt were quite, I suppose, quite strong, quite relevant at this time. I've been John Gilbert. This has been the Socially Good Podcast. Thank you for listening. Take care out there, everybody, and look after each other. Bye for now.